What you need to know, better Duran, Clinton Yates in for Sedano and Cap here on a Monday. Laura, what we got? All right. So, you know, the New Year's upon us, and we were just talking about resolutions and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. There's two bills that will, you know, become effective Jan 1st, 2022. That kind of caught my eye. The first one is minimum wage. So all industries will raise minimum wage to $15 starting January 1st if you have more than 26 employees and $14 if you don't meet that cutoff. But then the other one is the one that got me. Okay, so during the pandemic, you were able to order alcohol. Right, like with your food, takeout. Mm-hmm. So they have extended this, and you will be able to continue to pick up your alcohol till December thirty first, twenty twenty six. So you're able to, you know, put your order in, but the catch is you have to pick it up the end of December thirty first. So in a few days, you will not be able to have your alcohol delivered to you. Hold on, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on, hold on. You said yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you said something confusing. Not you won't have it to be able to deliver to you. Yes, because you can still get delivery. But not your. It's for like single serve stuff that you get. Right. At restaurants so like if and- I go, let's like say I go downstairs to the restaurant downstairs because we're not going to mention them because they're not a sponsor. But if I say, but I, I like them. I like them. But yeah. I'm saying if I want a gin and tonic to go with lunch, they've got to give that to me in a plastic cup. Yeah, you could you can go pick it up yourself. But I got to pick it up. Well, right. no, actually, it's it's like for I think it's for alcohol that's not. I'm pretty sure it's that's not ordered with food. So you used to be able to order like I'm going to order some margaritas and have them delivered to me. But now you have to have them with food. No, you can't even with food. After December 31st. A lot of clarity on this. Yeah. You cannot. So no more booze? Yeah. No more booze <laughs> delivered to you with your food after December 31st. Okay, but if I call up like Drizzly, who is only serving booze, can I still use that? Or are those just no longer of use in Los Angeles? Well, no, you can still use those because those are- Those are separate it, matters. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's not They're like not restaurant serve. related. Yeah, okay. Restaurant related. Okay. Restaurant. It's like okay. a, that's like a bottle of wine, right? You're ordering like a wine or right. like six pack or something Or tequila, like that. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. But for me, like I was like ordering with my <laughs> food, you know what Yikes. I mean? Like I was ordering with my food, like if I wanted whatever X, Y, Z, and I'm like, oh, I want it delivered to me through whatever service. I'm not going to be able to do that. I have to physically go pick up that- Food okay. order. All with right, so my no drink. more booze getting delivered. I must admit, this mm-hmm. doesn't change my life much. Yeah, me too. Because I was not a person that was getting the booze is already at the house. I, for I, me. I never run out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> See, exactly. I'm the one this who's guy, always loading this up. Guy's, this guy's got what? a garage Dude. full of. Yeah. Well, I'm sp- I, I got sponsored, so they, they send me oh, bottles. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't trip, girl. I got you. Yeah. Uh, oh, whatever you true. need, but like, oh, Excellent especially hey, tequila. I got you, Clinton. Yeah, me go. I posted a picture because I was drinking palomas in the crib with the lady the other night. And uh, I like a good Paloma, by the way. Nice. Very well done. Um, very excellent drink. And uh, he, he commented, he said, oh, you're Mexican. I'm like, no, I oh, just yeah. like Paloma. No, you're Mexican. Mexican. C-A-N. Yes. Capital C-A-N. Because he had the tajin ready. Nice. He had the tajin. tajin is a must. And he yes. had a chamoy. No, no chamoy. Chamoy is a hard. But he had the no, squirt. That's squirt legit. Squirt is clutch. I, the tahin, I put the tahin on everything. You have to. Okay, I put You're that, so L.A. I, I put it, it on mangoes. I, I put it, it on... And who says they don't have a Mexican on the radio here? You know what I'm saying? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. You got tahin. You got a little bottle in your backpack, right? I got the right? big bottle. Bro. In your I backpack? Got little, no, I, I don't got keep the it in my backpack. One. You don't? I, I, there's like little travel ones I got Yes. Really? Yeah. I Dude, got I my, got you. I got the two big bangers no, from Costco. Costco, yeah. There's like these little travel ones that you keep in your backpack. I keep it with my tapatio, too. Really? Yeah, I got you. Well, I'm not yeah. that Mexican, so uh, not really Mexican. <laughs> we'll get at you all. there. We'll get but you there. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. Was well, that all? Yeah, that was it. I told you it was a quick one. No, that's good. That's but good. I, you know, so I have. We'll get to this later. But we talked about this earlier in the program, which is that you know, as far as LA sports goes, you know, you, we see you every weekend on Channel Two with mm-hmm. Jim, and you're breaking down the weekend stuff. 
This weekend, we had a couple, you know, football games. You know, we don't really talk about the Chargers much here, but they lost anyway, so we don't have to discuss them. But the Rams won a game. Mm-hmm. The Rams won a game on the road against a team that technically right now, and I know that they've expanded the playoffs, so they're not really a playoff team in the traditional context, but if the tournament started today, they'd be in the Minnesota Vikings in the seventh, space, uh, seventh seed. Now, they didn't play well, the Rams did. Matt Stafford was up and down. Um, the Vikings, you know, capitalized on a couple things. Again, they were at home, but they won the football game. And for me, that was, again, speaking of teams that went into tough road, not tough, but went into road situations, Chargers couldn't get it done against a bad team. The Rams did get it done against a serviceable team. How do you feel about where the Rams are right now, Beto? Teams that have Super Bowl aspirations. Mm-hmm. Teams that are supposed to do well in the playoffs win ugly games, and they find a way to get it done. And the Rams had everything against them, right? COVID knocked out a bunch of their linemen, knocked out different players. I mean, everybody in the NFL, but the Rams could have made the excuse there. Rams played on Tuesday. Very, very short week. They played against the Seahawks at home. Borderline unfairly short week. Very short week. Then they travel to Minnesota, which is always a tough place to play. Yep. The Viking fans come out strong, right? Skull Vikings, all that other Shout good stuff. Shout out to my man, Adam Amin, who was on the broadcast. Yeah, it does an excellent job, Adam yep. Amin. We hear Mark Schlereth. Now, everything's going against you. Like, oh, uh, who do we have back here? Who are some of these guys activating practice squad players? Everybody would have said, you know what? Perfectly fine. This is just one of those games. Right. But not when you are expected to do well in the playoffs. When you say, hey, I am a Super Bowl team, you go and you find a way to make the ugly games winnable games for you, and the Rams did that. You know, Stafford was having that up-and-down game, uneventful game, where you're like, oh, what are we going to do here? They find a way to get it done. And games that they shouldn't win on paper, I mean, mind you, they're the better team, right. but everything against you. And especially considering that Arizona had lost. And now you have that little window to get in and take advantage of the NFC West, which is huge. Major. When you're trying to get to the Super Bowl. Everything lined up for you. And the last thing you want to do is be the team in the last week of the season where you're in the playoffs, but then you're needing help from somebody to figure this out. Are you going to be – think about it. The Rams now have opportunity to play home playoff games. Correct. On the road, the hardest thing to do. They go undefeated in December. Huge game for them. It might be the game where you go back in January like, oh, do we have to play Aaron Rodgers this week in Lambeau? Oh, there's a blizzard. No, we're at home because we avoided that. Exactly. And that's the kind of thing where even though it's two weeks to go in the season, the effect of that game has effectively the same effect as a playoff game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In terms of the position it puts you in, in terms of the boost that it gives your team. Look, I was very impressed with this squad. I was very impressed with Sean McVay, a guy who I've been critical of before because I think he does not coach well from behind. And I think that when he gets off of his game plan, he's very, very stringent when it comes to making adjustments, and he doesn't often do it. This game proved to have the best executive balance I've seen from this team as far as I can consider all season considering the personnel they were dealing with. Run-pass balance was tremendous. When Matt Stafford made mistakes, they found a way not to compound them. They still got the ball to Cooper Cup, who was on a blistering pace, and their front four got enough pressure to make sure that Kirk Cousins had to make a couple dicey decisions. I thought they put it all together well, Beto. Sony Michelle, running back. We didn't say his name the first half of the season. Now, back-to-back big games for them. Brandon Powell, returning punts, who he takes it back to the house. His kid was on the practice squad. Unbelievable. Showing up, making plays. And that's what you have to do because these are the kind of games where you look back and you're like, 
Oh, yeah, we did win that. Oh, we won the West. Yeah, and what happens? Arizona now has to go on the road the first week of the season. And Arizona, beginning of the year, well, wait a minute. Hopkins, Murray, look at them. How legit are they? Jones on the defensive side. Now the Rams, who have players that have played in the Super Bowl, have done that and know that. And Jim Hill always says it. It's tough to win in the NFL. It yeah, is. Flat out Let hard. alone on, on the road. Let alone when you're devastated because of COVID's hitting guys. You could have easily just melted it. I mean, the bodies right now in the NFL, oh, they're hurting. Not great. The body, like Aaron Donald, you think he's 100%? I mean, no way. Like nobody's he, 100%. Nobody's 100% at all, especially football guys. Let alone when you play Tuesday, you travel. I mean, they, did they practice this week? No. No. Stafford said it after the game. He said they haven't practiced in three weeks. Three weeks. Or two and a half weeks is what he said. I mean, think about it. Because the way that right. the protocols had to work, That's they had the right. game before and you're off. Like, yeah, they haven't had sat down and had a practice in a long time. And speaking of him, I want to ask you this. Beto, you mentioned earlier that we get what we get with Matt Stafford, but from a team standpoint, do you think that the Rams, at least the offense, sort of learned anything about themselves because they could win a game even no. though Stafford struggled? And Matthew Stafford is a quarterback that when he was with Detroit, you had him, he would get you the numbers, fantasy-wise, I'm yeah. not speaking fantasy-wise here. And you're like, oh, but did they care about winning now? Who, 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 whatever. Here, it's not about what numbers you're getting. It's maintain Matthew Stafford to win the game. Don't make the mistakes. Don't turn the ball over. Find Cooper Cup as much as you can. I love watching Easter Washington's own get after it. That uh on Tuesday night I went to the game at SoFi. Okay. And I'm there. They need a big play. Who's the guy? It's Cooper Cup. They need another play. Cooper Cup. And it was the first time that I gone to a game where with fans cuz last year during COVID I was at the games but there was nobody there so it felt weird. Right. I'm like looking around, I'm hearing it. It's now I know what Mason talks about that Ramley and how it's fun and the, the Ramley and all that other good stuff. I'm like, this is fun and hearing Cooper Cup make a catch and hear, cool, all right. that other stuff. This is what I miss growing up as a fan of the NFL who didn't have a team in LA. I never got to go to the. I think I went to one Raider game when I was like an elementary. I think sure. I'm not even too sure at the Coliseum, but that energy is there. You go to the tailgates, the energy's there for the Rams fans, and that win yesterday was big for them. And you might just say, oh, it's a game of December. No, because that game of December sets up January and hopefully February. It's huge. I think that this win was important for them on that front. I think it was also important for them on the front of, like, it's okay if Stafford's a system quarterback. Again, Fine. if your guy has such a great system, then you don't necessarily need a superstar, and that becomes a bonus in situations in which things go awry, you can't have the superstar element working against the system element. I think that's something that they were trying to figure out for most of the season, which was, okay, we kind of want to let Stafford just fling it around. Let's get him some more weapons. Let's kind of abandon the run game. Well, you can't win like that that consistently. You know, They finally got back to a run-pass balance with Sonny Michel, as you mentioned, that made Stafford better, even though he made some mistakes. Three interceptions. Normally, you say three interceptions – you're losing that game two, as a quarterback. Two possibles, as we like to say yeah. on the spades table, too. I mean, he had a couple spades. that were up there. I know, right? There yeah. were, he had a couple that were like, oh, that yeah. ball got tipped, or up, oh, somebody like, dropped oh, it. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, it could have been worse. But the, usually the three interceptions, anywhere in the NFL, you're you, you lose. But you're right, the balance. Right now, Cooper Cup, 109 yards, gets after it, a long of 37. Sonny Michelle, 131 yards. And a couple weeks ago, Sonny Michelle wasn't running the rock. And it wasn't a crazy 131. It wasn't like he ripped off a 70-yarder. It wasn't like he had some outrageous play that got up on Sports right. Center. He was just kind of building. He had a and long it, of 16. It was just pacing the offense. They had him moving nicely. And back to your point about Sean McVay, he gets a little too cute at times, yeah. especially with playing from behind. And, you know, sometimes I'm smarter than everybody else and trying to figure things out. What do you see from teams in December? The game gets 
shorter. Correct. And what do you do? You feed the beast, run it, control the clock, maintain, and escape and get the hell out of there. Get on the plane and let's eat some filet mignon. Yeah, don't make mistakes. Simple as that. This Rams team turned a corner. It's weird to say that a clunky win against the Vikes on the road in a short week was that important in the year, but I really do think it is. I, I just do. A win is a win. You'll take it. Yeah. And obviously you want to win in style, right? But this is in college football where you can smoke somebody 50-0 to zero right. and there's your Heisman Trophy, whatever. No, no. It's just get the damn W any way you can. Totally agree. And they got it. Coming up. By the way, it's better Duran and Clinton Yates on Sedano and Cap. We're going to talk about some New Year's stuff because I don't have plans, and I'm going to hear from y'all. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and Cap, Yates and Duran. Oh, that sounds good. good. That it, sounds right? good. Yeah, Yates no, and Duran. ESPN, Leave me ESPN 710. All right, so we've got some, some personal housekeeping to do. And also, <laughs> for those of you young personalities out there, those of you who are not familiar with what it's like to be the winningest person any particular year on Around the Horn, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, let's see. I don't who, – well, who do I know that has that title? Don't know. My amigo. Exactly. Tis I. You know what we should do? What's that? We should, like, cut up a bunch of clips of you constantly gloating about it and send it <laughs> no, it's to Tony no. I only do it on the radio, no. and I was literally just getting ready to say the one good thing about being on the radio is that you can talk about yourself all the is time. Is it gloating or is it facts? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just think it'd be funny to, like, send it to around the horn and have them be like, Clinton was gloating. Oh, they know. As he should. Listen, it's a can. game show. And you don't like it, do better. Exactly. And I happen to argue better. I happen you to win a lot this year. So what I was going to say is we've got some housekeeping to do here because, again, when on-air personalities have things they don't know how to do, they just take them to the air so that people can help solve them. Now, in this particular <laughs> case, because New Year's is coming up. Now, listen, for those of you out there who think that I'm trying to advocate for some sort of large gathering, I'm not. Not remotely, but this is also California where things happen outside, so the level of safety in general is higher, but we are all masking, we are all doing the things we have to do to be safe, et cetera, et cetera, as best I can. That said, 877-710-3776, 877-710-ESPN, I would like to know what people are doing for New Year's this year around, because last year it was very much like, oh, nah. I ain't been out of the house. I'm not going out of the house. Mm -hmm. Don't expect me to be anywhere. Don't invite me. If you invite me, I think you're trying to kill me. You know what I mean? We're a little different this time around. And A, people have figured out how to sort of party by themselves, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And B, you know, I think there's probably going to be a couple more options for some more socially distanced kind of things. I know last year I did that like uh, Stranger Things drive-through experience kind of situation that was at some big lot. It was like a movie thing, whatever. It's sort of like a Christmas lights drive-through, but it okay. wasn't Christmas okay. lights. I just want to know what people are doing for New Year's because I feel like there's going to be a certain amount of celebration that people are going to want to do for no other reason than just making it through the year because this year was particularly mm-hmm. tough, opening and closing. What do people have plans to do? Give us a call, 877-710-3776. And if you're just staying in the house, that's fine. But what are you going to do if you stay in the house Beto, what are your plans for New Year's? Um, as you can tell by the show, I am that guy who the- I am not going anywhere. I'm going to 
just stay by myself. Uh, usually what I do on New Year's is I hang out with my dad. And okay. So my dad's 79, right? Right. Born in Mexico, hard worker, raised seven kids. And what I do, I usually, New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve, what I usually do is I'll get the Spotify and I'll start playing the old Mexican jams that oh. he had never heard of. And he doesn't mm. understand how all that comes on my phone. So oh. he doesn't know, you know, he's 79, I don't know technology. Right. He was a machinist and he just, typical Mexican dad, went to work, fed the kids and there you go. And so he's oh, what about that song? What about that song? And then you get a bottle. He doesn't drink, but he'll get a little tequila. He'll sip it. Right. And I'll just get hammered and play. And then <laughs> next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock and a uh, los mimis. Yeah, we don't get that one, man. We go deep. We go Jose Alfredo. Oh, we go I can, uh, I, I, I'm Antonio Aguilar. We get all that know? other good stuff, man. But we, we, we play all those songs. It just It's a cool moment because there's seven kids and I'm the only one there with my dad. My mom, she passes about, about 8 o'clock. She's done. Right. So that's what I usually do. But back in my day, oh, Clint, oh, I was oh, fun. Here we go. Here we go. Late 90s. Oh, man. Back in my day. Back when in my day. Nobody had cell phones. Oh, nobody man. could record you being Ooh, obnoxious. I was in the at bar. the palace with Richard Blade, K Rock Knight doing it. Oh, yeah. We were <laughs> moving around, having a good old time, right. watching my friend Steve get kicked out, his girlfriend yelling at me for him getting kicked out. My friend Steve. Oh, he mm-hmm. knows. Super Air Steve. Air quotes Steve. Yeah. So, no, no. I was no. the responsible. Guy, believe it or not, I was okay. the one who drove, and then I did Vegas for so many years for New Year's. I even did the Y2K Vegas there, what? where we were there for a week. Oh, so after that, I was like, you know, I'm cool on going on big events, right. but yeah, for about five, six years, I was the one New Year's Eve. All right, what we got spending the money doing all that. Then I realized, okay, woo, and then then what? Then you're oh, a big no. crowd around Listen, you. New Year's Eve is 100% amateur hour. Oh, yeah. On the I, well, think about 20 year old civilian amateur party deluxe. circuit. Yeah, no, I get it. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying that's why Frosted I'm asking. Tips? Oh, yeah. That's why I'm asking. Whoa. <laughs> Heck yeah. 1998? You don't think I had the frosted, frosted tips? tips? Heck yeah. You, yeah. I just, I just had to would. put my head down yeah. on this table yeah. in the studio because yeah. I was not put, ready. Bumping some Morrissey. <laughs> huh? I was ready to wow. go, bro. Doc Martens. I was having a good time. Lettuce. That's Hell great. Yeah. Um, no I, puka shells. I completely no. forgot my train of thought. <laughs> what I was going to, okay. Amateur I hour. Uh, yes, amateur hour. And so that's why I wanted to ask the rather sophisticated listeners of 710. Like, what should I do? Okay. You know, like, I could do a nice dinner. I would love to go somewhere your girl in town? with the beachfront. Yes, she's here. Yeah. She's back here. I want to do something relatively intimate, but I also don't want to be out among the great unwashed who are trying to pour shots down each other's throats yeah. in like Fullerton or wherever it is you hang out. Okay, Laura. first you know of all, saying? downtown Fullerton. No, DTF, I, I, okay, that was like a one. We're not talking about me, okay? But no, usually what we do for with my friends, like we have, I have a very very close, like tight knit group, uh-huh. and we do like a bonfire, man. Like we get, See, like we bring, thinking, yeah. like food and drinks and then we just kind of like get together talk about our goals and like you know have like kind of what we did but in a deeper you know right. a deeper cool. setting Bonfire. and we don't cool. because honestly but then the beach closes at 10 so no no, no 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 we do it at someone's yeah. house oh okay no, no, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, we okay. do it at like my boy's house because he has a nice backyard oh, you know right. there's like a good setting he has the heaters out so it's it's a good vibe but I used to do the the partying out, and I'm not for going out to the club, even pre-pandemic, going out to the club or doing all that oh, crazy yeah. stuff. Before, like, before nah. pandemic, I didn't need that warning to know that New Year's Eve was a mess. I yeah. have an idea, Clinton. No. I have the best idea for you. What's that? You said that you want to do something like by the beach, whatever. Sure. You should go to Whiskey Reds, which is in the marina. It's okay. like probably my it's my favorite restaurant over by where I live. Yeah. I went there a couple months ago with... Uh, with Greg and Amanda and Chris Morales, it was a great time because it's right there on the marina where you got so like- So is it like by Killer Shrimp? 
No, it's further down. It's on further the other down. side over by where um We're by like salt? the police the police station, like the sheriff station is. You mean the firehouse? No, no, no. There's it's where like the police station is. Okay. All right. I don't know where that is. Um but, okay. but anyway, it's further down. Um it's in Fisherman's Village, is what it's Got called. It. So it's it's a really great restaurant and they do like a little New Year's Eve menu. I think it might be like a they might have like one of those prepaid things. Prefix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's like on the beach, you got the little Sunset overlooking the okay. water. It's great. That sounds boo. That's not that. <laughs> wow. Listen. Wait for it. There it is. Um, okay. I don't hate that. I like that. But I don't love it. I'm considering. No, the reason I say that. Why don't you hire a chef? I'm considering. Well, Ooh, this, that's is, a good this one. is close they to what I'm getting. They have fireworks too. Like okay, right so hey, this come to the hood. There's fireworks all over Dude, Christmas night. There was fireworks all over East LA. Like, you good. Uh, what I was going to say is that, so we live in a building that's relatively social. I'm not going to give out where I live, so don't ask. But I'm thinking about whether or not our building might have a function. I was going to say, because oh. where you live, that rooftop yeah, area, it's pretty it's nice. nice rooftops yeah. up there. And like I think that somebody might, I'm trying to decide if I want to ask the building if we should have a New Year's party. Mine usually does, but they canceled both the Christmas, like they usually have a Christmas Eve party, uh, and then they have a yeah. New Year's one, and they just announced so like a couple days before, mm. yeah, just a few days ago that mm. they're not doing the holiday stuff this year. Alas. Can you rent out your rooftop like for you and your people and then just be That's your circle? That's actually a good idea. That's not a bad idea. Money, you know man. I mean? Don't be doing all that. No, no, nah, but like I'm fine. saying, like most oh, places. That's around the horn. No, shut up. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if I'm going to spend money on anything, a nice family experience on New oh, Year's family is, yeah. is okay. one of. I mean, that's... not family as in my extended friend family and everybody here. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, sure. You know, but like usually, well, let me know. I'll be there. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila. Bring, 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 exactly. <laughs> usually, <laughs> like they nah. don't charge you when no, you get right, that because it's your building. I live there. Yeah. So okay. All right. My guess is it's, pro- it's probably booked for New Year's, but you know, yeah. just I don't know, man. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of people milling around there necessarily, but yeah, we'll it's, see. It's we a got weird like... time right now. It, it, I remember, well, for many years, I, I worked the Rose Bowl, so New Year's Eve, I was done early because right. I would have to beat the parade to get there. So I was knocked out early because I was like, I'm not getting stuck in parade traffic as I, because all those years USC was going to the Rose Bowl, I was covering. Different discussion, yeah. Yeah. So, and then I was just a growing up part. And I always remember as a kid, New Year's Eve, that was when the. John Hancock Sun Bowl would be playing. It was wow. like the worst bowl game at UTEP. That's a terrible bowl game. Yeah, because it was only like 11 o'clock on Channel 2. Where here. did they play that game? At UTEP. Yeah, at UTEP? Yeah. Wow. Home of the Miners. El Paso. El Paso. Um, Juarez. Really. I, I kind of want to go to the parade, though. This is another element to this, is that do I make New Year's, do I do a New Year's Eve function, or do I go to the parade on New Year's Day? You know what Mm-mm. you can do? No. Don't go to the parade. It's horrible. But he wants to go to the parade. I want to go. I've never oh, been. Oh, God. Okay. Why, 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 are, why, are, why, you yucking, why are you yucking my yums? Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I did the Rose Parade, like, I don't know, like two or three times. It's like you got to wake up super early. So we were all hungover. Well, and that's then, why. That's yeah, why. That's you know what I mean? Like, you didn't go to the parade. You ended up at the parade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The one time I didn't go, my friend, uh, Worked in like you know uh, in Pasadena and they had like the rooftop and all that. So his job had that section for them. Okay, dude, it was a mess. Just like the parking and getting well, there. Well, that's and what all crowds this. are. It's a mess. I know. I mean, listen, with it. I like I like I like the pageantry. You know, I can see you doing. And hello, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know who the Grand Marshal of the Parade is this year? No. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow's LeVar Burton is the Grand Marshal oh, then you of the Ghost Let's Parade. go. This Road is trip. what I'm saying. Like, Live broadcast. Is, right. right. Yeah. Laura just looked at me. She was like, <laughs> Reading Damn. Rainbow. Bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Captain Jordy LaForge. You know what I mean? Like, this is something I actually am considering attending. And I just can't decide, should I do a function the night before or 
pack it in, nah, get go. up early and get to the Dina. Go see. You Lamar. know, if you're gonna go, yeah. if you're gonna go, go this year because I feel like there's not gonna be as many people. It's gonna be there. the most tame. Yeah, yes. exactly. So if you're gonna go, go this year. You know, what I can see you doing. Mm-hmm. Though? What's that? You and your girl going to Pasadena. And decorating the floats. I can see you doing Maybe that. Maybe let's do some of both. Yeah. Maybe I'll be on the float. What you know about that? Oh, well, you are the champion of Around Give the Horn. the wave, yep. How many wins? Exactly. I, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I thank mean. You. There, might be, there might be a local chapter meeting of the Handsome Man community. We'll figure <laughs> that out. Coming up, big deal or no deal. I'm Clayton Yates. He's better Durant. This is the 901 Cap on ESPN 710. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and Cap, Yates and Duran. So because I told you before, I'm in and out of a lot of shows at this station. I don't, wh- who is this? Is this me? Is this Lindsay? I got this you Laura? covered here. I got you covered. All right. Lindsay, what do we got? Big well, deal or no deal? Um, big deal or no deal. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Salmon Ash Law. 800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right. Okay. And what's right for big deal or no deal today is a Texas man who's looking for love because he wants the whole world to know, so much so that he's advertising his intentions. Jim Bays, 66, of Georgetown, Texas, bought a billboard, and his message is very clear. Wanted a good woman, 50 to 55-ish, for talks and walks and mutual acts of kindness. Then at the bottom of the billboard, he left his number, and it connects, you know, to a phone that, he, you know, he could connect with his romantic quest. So callers might get Bay's voicemail, which asks them to leave a message explaining where they're from, and he'll kindly get back to you. <laughs> Is this lonely 66-year-old man using a billboard to try and find a date a big deal or no deal, Clinton? I think it's no deal because of this. There's just too many other ways to find attention from dating opportunities these days. Like, I'm not on the apps, but there's a reason we play the game Radio Tinder on this program because, hello, there are various apps that allow you to do this. I feel like this is kind of a unintentional, intentional flex where it's like, I've got billboard money, Mm -hmm. honey. But wait, is a 66-year-old guy going to go on the apps? Listen, I don't see why not. Somebody's telling you what to do. Yeah, I mean, hold on. You think that there aren't people in the 60s on these apps? I mean, in a small town in Texas, he probably has very limited options. That's fair, but that's also a reason to be on the apps because you don't want to be advertising to everybody in town what you plan on doing when the sun goes down. That's why I don't think this is the smartest move, Beth, though. I don't need my business in the streets like that. Literally in the streets Ah. if you've got a billboard up. So Georgetown, Texas has 70,000 residents. It's by Round Rock. Home of the Round Rock uh, minor league baseball team. Not too far from Austin. Oh, he's got options. So I'm thinking somebody said, hey, billboard salesman who knew him, who's got some extra money, Uh, was like, hey, I got you. We can do this billboard-wise. And then the billboard becomes viral. And then it's a bigger ploy. And then all of a sudden, instead of going to the app, 
hey, we got ESPN Radio Los Angeles talking Billboard about us. Guys Everybody's in, yeah. talking about him. He's doing more than just being on the app because now we talk about it. Look, I just looked up Georgetown, Texas. I'm going to go find this dude, see what he looks like. How many other people are like, huh, this dude's got some money. I think I, it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea, too, but I also think that a lot of people are going to see right through it, just like Beto did. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's no deal for me. Nah. Okay. I That's would love to have a billboard, though. If anybody's listening out there, if there's a billboard guy listening to this program right now, holler at your boy. You want one inside the Rams stadium? Want one in SoFi? I heard that they were giving them out like hotcakes. Everybody on the station has one. It's not that hard. We'll get you one. We got a digital one for Sedano and Cap right outside here at LA Live. That's the one I want. Yeah. We'll get That's on that the one, one I want. We'll the digital on one. one on And LA it'll Live. say Around the Horn Champ <laughs> okay. 2020. Yes. Right, Dude, right. let's do that. It has gone too far. No, no, happen. that's a great bit, though, because you got to be honored because the 2021 champion of Around the Horn is who? My man, Clinton Yates. Thank you. Me, what, me, go. Thank you deserve a billboard. I hope you guys know. I mean, you guys, I mean, the listening audience, I really don't care about this. I love my job, and it's a ton of fun. So when you win, you get to talk a little trash. I'm not going to act like I've ever been there before. Wouldn't it be because great I haven't. if you did have a billboard? Let's say, like, Tommy Lane. Thank you of all the people deserve. He it. takes. He takes like you know for one day. Can you just like paste it over Cap's face? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can you do that hey. for one that's, day? That's, take down Sedano and Cap. You can be like the black are. magic magician. The black magician. You can keep the hands white. <laughs> you can do all this. Put my big mug over his. I, face. On the 91 freeway, there's an ESPN radio billboard. I want Clinton Yates on. I drive by every really? single day. Who's on it? Uh it's. Uh, I think the morning guy. I think uh, I think it's Travis. Okay. So nothing against Travis. Love the guy. Travis and Slade. Yeah, but get rid of that. Let's put Clinton Yates on there for a couple weeks. Tommy okay. Lamb on the ninety-one freeway over there by St. John Bosco. Speaking of Travis and Slade, we're going to do a segment coming up next called Ask Yates because it's the end of the year and you guys have gotten to know me. And if you want to know anything about me, you can call in eight seven 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 ten ESPN or right tweet. The program, you can tweet me at Clinton Yates. What's your, Duran Sports? Yeah, Duran Sports. At Duran Sports. I'm at Clinton Yates at ESPN Los Angeles. That's Ask questions one. away. What's next, Lindsay? All right, so Magic Johnson has zero plans to watch Winning Time, the new HBO show that chronicles the personal and professional lives of the 1980s Lakers. When asked if he's excited for the debut of what's called the Rise of the Lakers Dynasty drama series, uh, Magic Johnson simply said, hmm, no, I'm not looking forward to it. I'll leave it at that. Is this a big deal or no deal? Beto, LA guy? No deal, because Magic lived it. Why I, do you want to see it? Because they're going to have something in there that's going to be sensational, and Magic might say, eh, it might have been better than that. It's uh, based on the book by Jeff Perlman. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Perlman yeah. does an excellent job with it. The trailers look good. John C. Riley in there. Great. I, Isn't I, the book kind of scandalous, though? Isn't, weren't, they, weren't the 80s scandalous? Right. Okay. I mean, if Fair you point. saw, there was a, a, a clip of Magic doing an interview. I think it was, uh, I forget with who, and Magic's talking about his escapades, and it was there. Yeah. It was doing the interviews in the 80s. So, look, is Magic not going to watch it? Are you surprised? Not really. What Magic's was, too busy with his money. What was the name of the club in the-, in the, the Foreign Club. Yeah. That yeah. was the spot. Uh, before my time, I've heard many of stories about that. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, they always say if those walls could talk. I totally understand this from Magic from two for two reasons. Number one, Beto mentioned it, which is like, dude, when you live this, you don't need to relive it unless you're Michael Jordan and you're scared about LeBron's legacy overtaking yours. Separate discussion. Shots fired. <laughs> but another show. I do think that, especially for a guy like Magic, who you got to understand, man. Like when Magic was first diagnosed with HIV, yeah. he took a major public relations hit. We look back on that now and say, oh, I can't believe he overcame it. And oh, what? Dude, people were treating Magic like he was a leper yeah. in the Middle Ages. It was a very difficult road to hoe in terms of who he grew up 
I don't want to say grew up to be because he was a grown man, but who he grew into from that. I can totally understand if he's like, you know what I'm not here to do? Relive anything that lived that, that, yeah. that led me to one of the, I don't want to say the darkest, but one of the most difficult periods of my life. And Magic has turned into a completely different person. People look at him with the memes, I ain't going to be there. And they think about all that stuff. Magic's got businesses in the hood that people like that are making money. He's yeah. putting folks through schools. He's doing a lot. And so for me, if you're thinking of a grown man that doesn't want to relive their wild times as a younger man, I understand that. I'm not mad at him at all for it. And it's also a show, so you don't know what kind of liberties they're going to take. Sure, right. You never you never have any idea how somebody's going to tell your story. Lindsay, what's next? All right, so several of Ohio State's best players are already moving on to the next level. Ohio State head coach Ryan Day told reporters today that receivers Garrett Wilson and Chris Olav, offensive tackle... Nicholas Pettit Frere and defensive lineman Haskell Garrett are all declaring for the 2022 NFL draft and will not play in the Rose Bowl against Utah on New Year's Day. Wilson is expected to be a first round draft pick and Olave shouldn't be too far behind him. Is it a big deal that two, at least two of the Buckeyes' biggest star players are not playing in the Rose Bowl? You're so lucky you got to shoehorn Buckeyes news in via the Rose Bowl side door. I just, just come on, just, leave the Buckeyes alone. Oh, I H. You know that. I mean, I like, know. oh, no, it's no deal because this is not a championship scenario. Yeah. Am I wrong about this? You're not wrong, but I'm just saying. Everyone always talks about like college football players. Like, if you're not playing in for the championship now that they've done, you know, things the way that they're doing them in this format, isn't like the experience of the Rose Bowl, don't they say it's all something like, oh, it's just such a great experience. It's like the holy grail if you're not going to the championship. Those times have changed. Deal? Times have changed, man. <laughs> USC can't even get players to come out for the last game of the year against UCLA, who are on the roster. Yeah. Why would anybody show up to a game that they can't, you know, that they might injure their their chances in? If you have a chance to make millions, don't do anything to get hurt. And I tell everybody, they'll listen. Loyalty, forget that. Be loyal to yourself in sports because the team's not going to be loyal to you because as soon as you're gone, you're replaced. The business ain't going to be loyal to you. As soon as you're gone, you're replaced quickly. So, yeah, they're not playing. They they're miss out on the Rose Bowl. Boo-hoo, because they're going to make millions. Who's Ohio State playing? Utah. Yeah, Utah I, might. I, I grew up what, really wanting to play Utah in the Rose Bowl. Woo! Heck no. I want to go to the Why? NFL. You talk about right. yuck and yums. I mean, come on. You going to go to that game, Lynn? I want to go to that game because my uncle's going to that game, and I'm very jealous because I would like to go. Then go. For all the things that you mentioned. Well, I mean, the tickets are outrageous. Rose Bowl people. <laughs> if you, Rose Bowl humans, if you're listening, somebody needs tickets that we Wait, know. you're oh, – I'll be quiet. Coming up, <laughs> we're going to do Ask Yates a la Ask Slee. It's the end of the year. Sedano and Cap, Yates and Duran. This is big New Year's Eve energy on this song right here. Who's this? This song is called Raise Your Glass. Mm-hmm. Pink, right? Yep. This is this. You know what? This song reminds me of exactly when I realized that I hated New Year's Eve amongst <laughs> the hoi polloi. Because this is the song that all the basics want to sing, and this is a great song that's been ruined by you know DJ F nuts. You know, spinning your favorite tunes. No requests. Come cry with your girlfriend in front of everybody. Anyway, that's like a that's like a meme poster. If you you've okay with that? No. You having like, a moment? There? It's like a meme poster. If you've never seen that, that's why I brought that up. It's I like have very no old. idea what that was. I know. So. I'll send it to you later. But no, I'll talk about the song. How do you not know "Raise Your Glass" by Pink? Not my Clearly, style. He doesn't listen to music on the radio. I'm, that's not my pop. Mm. No, nah, I know Mace loves Pink. I'm not gonna uh, go. Alicia Moore. Who? What? That's her name. It's her name. Oh. 
Yeah. See, she's so popular, people know her real names. And I'm a real name guy. Beto so. was like, I'm too good for that. Like, I'm not saying I'm too to good. That. I just know what I like, the and I don't like that. that. You're like, that's not my style. It's not my style. <laughs> At least I'm not I'm not trying to pretend like I know something. Like, that's fair. That's not I me. I appreciate like, you. Throw on some female, whatever, let's go. Okay. So exactly. We're in our last segment of the year for Sedona. This is Cap. it. This is it. Yeah, show flew Of by. the calendar year. Finito. I'm going to the Clippers game after this. Now, to show some synergy and some love with the rest of the station, of course, we know Travis Rogers and Alan Sliwa do Travis and Slee every morning, 10 to 1. We know the show. Shouts to everybody on that program. They do a great segment called Ask Slee. Hashtag Ask Slee, where people just call in or they write in and they just have absurd requests and questions about Slee's life. Because Slee's kind of a... Not exactly an international man of mystery, but like he's not like real out there. There's like Lakers and that's it. You know what I'm saying? You never really know. So we're going to, you know, I'm going to field some questions from either callers. I don't think there's any callers. Nobody cares about my life. But some of you in here do. And, you know, it's the end of the year, so we can have some fun with it. So, so you just ask any off the wall question? Ask any off the wall question that typically relates to what you know already about this person's life. Do we have any calls? Lens, no, she's not. Forget the calls. We don't forget the calls. We don't need the calls. Let's just because I'm a big okay, fan Bento, of you. You can go first. I've got the feet up. Yeah, get in the zone right now. I mean, look, this is obviously the best filming okay. show the station's ever had. Right. This is go- Stop it. This is definitely the best filling show of the year. That's correct. Because we have the Around the Horn winner. Thank you. So there it is. Thank you. Uh, Don't forget, also president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. Important. Important on the resume. What is your question, okay. sir? So ask Yates. Yes. Are you the most famous alumni of your high school? Yes. This is something that I did not know until recently, but it is a very, how do I say this? I went to a high school full of actual smart people, so like, being the most famous has nothing to do with being the most successful. Never mind the most like smart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just happen to be the guy. You went to a French TV. school. I know that. Well, I learned French in school. It was an international school where kids were from all over the place. But there's plenty of kids that have done. You know, one of the guys I know is like a neuroscientist who you know works on COVID cures. And all this other stuff, you know what I mean? Like, there's a million, there's a million different things that um, yeah, other yeah, people yeah. have done. I didn't say the most successful. I am the most famous person Mo- at my high school. Yeah, yet. exactly. And famous. All right, there okay. it is. We have a question on the text from Steve Mason. Who no, is he your, just has the comment. No, love our fans. No, no, he's got a question. No, he, oh, does, he does. Hey, he's oh, got yeah. a legitimate question. I wait, love wait, our wait. fans. Please explain that he prefaced the question <laughs> with a comment. He prefaced the question with the comment, best fill-in show ever. Thanks, man. Is that why we never get asked to be on his show? Uh, first of all, I have been asked to be on his show. Oh, I said we, because you know we're a team now. This is true. We this are is a very team. true. We're a duo. Buddy cop right here. Duo, exactly. We're like the... Awesome. Are there any <laughs> buddy cop movies with black folks in, the, in, in Mexican guys? Are there? No! Any no when do you ever no, have a black and no. Mexican? They're running away. They're going a different way. Anyway. On a positive line. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Steve Mason says, who is your favorite 710 ESPN personality to work with? Now, this is a loaded question that is obviously very self-serving for Mace because he wants me to say him. And I will say this. Mace, he was talking about something earlier today on his program, which is an activity that I participate in. And I will say this. Mace is the person at the station I would most want to participate in that activity with. It involves putting things in the air, Beto. And there's that, but... Your hands? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wave them around like you just don't care. I will say over the years, and I'm only going to say this this way, 
My favorite ESPN personality to work with only gets this because he was the first one I ever worked with in any regard, and that's Greg Bergman. I met Greg when he was at this station doing all sorts of stuff. We were covering a baseball game. We sat next to each other, and we became friends first before I ever met anybody here. And then I ended that was up the World Series, here. right? That was at the DS. Okay. And Playoff, that's yeah. the only qualification I'm going to give just because I don't like playing favorites. Greg was the first person, my first friend here, so I'm going to say he was my favorite person. All right. Uh, is that ask, fair? ask Yates. Ask Yates. Who is your least favorite 710 ESPN host to work with? Uh, that's a good question. And he knows this isn't true, so I'm going to say it. Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I love Key. When I go to New York, I hang out with Key, and Key's great. But Key gives me the most mess. And um, for real, you know he's great. I, I'm a big fan of his. So shouts to Key. It looks like we have. This says Mitch in New Jersey, which leads me to believe this is somebody I know in real life. So no, no, Mitch in New Mitch is New Jersey. Okay. Is a longtime yeah, okay. listener and longtime. Okay, even better, Mitch in New Jersey. What up, Playboy? How you doing? Good, good. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you, Mitch. Be safe. Um, there. Jopo has such a great chance to break the record for Norman Van Brocklin. Do you think somebody, Do you think he'll get another chance if somebody else will break it? Especially with all the rules now. What's taking so long? What? Sorry, I missed the first part. What did you say? Jopo. Yes. He, 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 like, he could have broken the record for Norman Van Brocklin. Only, only 554 oh. yards in one game. With the rules now, it's easier. Why hasn't it been broken? It's like an, it's like an unwritten rule. But I think I haven't – I didn't phrase it in a question. No, no, no. I understand now. I I, I appreciate the call, Mitch. That's a good question. Why do we think that some of these passing records have not yet gone down because of uh, the way that the game has been opened up? Defenses can't really play anymore. It's very difficult in order to be able to – you know, they call the all-PI offense and some offenses where you throw the ball down the field, all you get is flags. I think the reason is simple. Um, because guys don't play full games anymore like they no. used to. You looked at the game last night. You had the Cowboys against the football team. They're banging them out by 40 in the third quarter. Dak's out. They could have easily ran up that score. They could have easily thrown for 700 yards. You, you would have seen that record broken in a second. I think that injury risk is too high for people to be playing games like that just for the sake of the record. Board. As soon as you can, sit them down. Too much money invested in a quarterback like that to let them hang around in the fourth quarter. And if you're smacking somebody around – Defense might take it personal, and you know what? That hit might come a little stronger, right? a little lower. Don't want no that. No need for that. No Don't want that. that. Doing a little Ask Yates. We're going to go back around. Does Laura have a question? Does anybody else have a question? Oh, I got plenty. Laura, oh, see, oh, see what you got. Okay, so you guys just explain what just happened here. The way that the blocking of the studio is set up, there's only a certain portion of the window through which I can look at Laura, right? So when she moves to the right or to the left, she's out of the window. When I said that, she slid into the window like some sort of a movie scene. It's the Collinsworth me. slide. That was right. That mm. was that was very Collinsworth esque. Slid right on in. Well done. What is your question? I actually don't have one. Oh, even better, <laughs> man. Even better. You okay. have a chance to speak on the mic to the uh, around the horn okay. champ, okay. but I have I have access to him outside of the station, so you know I don't have to. Ask That's a good point. Him. Way Just to point. play the bit. Good job. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Appreciate it. Radio magic here at the last show of the year, and that's why you will not co-host with Mason. It's okay. Stop Clint, it. I got one. I got What's one. What's the question? Okay. okay, so considering that you are the around the horn 2021 champion, yes. as noted by the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter account, thank who did, you. Who decided to Carlo? What up? Mock up the. The billboard that we were just discussing. Oh, did they? Oh, I, I think it's real. Yeah. Hater, yeah haters will say it's a Photoshop. Might be happening. Haters will say. 
So anyway, considering that, I want to ask you, who is the most difficult around the horn opponent? Ooh. And then who who do you think is like your, your favorite to go against? Okay, so this is tricky Ooh. because they're very similar questions. Because people that you know well and you're friends with, you don't necessarily want to diss, but at the same time you also feel more comfortable with. Easily my favorite person to go up against is Tim Kalashaw. Tim and I, when the Nats won the World Series a couple years ago, I ended up, the next day was Halloween, and we had to do the Halloween show. And what our outfits were, were Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, who, Beto, I'm sure you don't know this. Hey, keep breaking heart. That, okay. That's yes. Miley's dad. Yes, that's Miley's dad, but they did a remix to Old Town Road. Please tell me you know what I know that word. one. Yeah. Okay. okay. You don't know a lot of stuff. I know the I know the hits. Do you know Okay. Yeah. Do you know that they did a remix to that with Yes. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yes. So for that episode of Around the Horn, me and Tim had to sit. Like Tim was basically riding me because it's a tight shot. Yeah, he's making a face. And, I mean he was. He was on my back basically. So we could both get in the shot and I could be Lil Nas X and he could be um Billy Ray Cyrus. So Tim is the most fun, but at the same time, I'd say the most difficult, probably Izzy. Yeah. Because Izzy's really smart, and Izzy will always pull. He's he's smart because he doesn't give away his good answers in like the conference call. He'll save them for the show. Mm, so by the time you get the showdown or something, you never know what you're gonna get out of Izzy, and he'll pull That's something, smart. and you're like, oh, this dude. And I, I've learned from Izzy. You know what I'm saying? This is how things out. This is how I figured yeah. out how to win a lot of. Once again, no loyalty, no team player. I mean, you know, he's got to do. Never what you do the do. show before the show. You know? Right, exactly. You don't want to get your stuff stolen <laughs> in the green room. Something I just learned at CNN mm. back in the day too. Anyway, I have a question for you now. What's that? So who? Because you know, there's there's a thing going on between Briones and I. Okay. Who are you voting wait, for? Wait, wait, and have wait, wait. you? Who's Briones? Jorge. Oh. Jorge. Jorge. Jorge is because Sedano, you know, people are like, which one? So we right. just say last oh, okay. names. All right. Okay, so this is another one where I sort of knew you first. Okay. And I mean, and I, I don't want to say I like you better, but we have done more things together. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, in terms you. of the shows. Yeah. Briones, I know Briones well enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm not voting for him. Oh, yeah. So you're voting for me? Yes. I'm thank you. Thank you. you. I'm voting for you. This will come up <laughs> later at the 710awards.net, by the way. Yeah, please vote that for me. Thank up. you. I see we have a phone call here from Manny in Ventura. Manny in Ventura, you're on Sedano and Cap for Ask Yates. The last, last segment, caller of the year. Last segment, perhaps last caller of the year. Congrats. Wow. Yeah. Radio clap. Okay. Um, so make, it, make it count. I got a question for you. What's up? Can we be friends? Oh, this is a bad question. Let's state your case for why we should be friends. You state your case. Why we should be friends? Um, First of all, I don't even know where Ventura know. is, so this is a tough start. <laughs> where, tell me where Ventura is. It's by Boxnard. I'm about yeah. like an hour north of L.A. Oof. This is going to be difficult. No. Your answer is no. It's too far. Yes. It's too it's, far. It's a no. It's, past the, it's no. past the valley. Yes. No, 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 Forget don't, it. Don't listen to that. We're it's past the valley, friends, bro. But what does friends mean to you? I'm not It's gonna, a different county. It's a different county. Oh, no. That's tough. No. That's tough. I barely get across the street to see people I know. It's like a D.C. guy going to Baltimore. Nah. Yeah, that's a good point. No. Oh, man. That's a tough drive. That's I a good did point. that. Manny, thank you. If you request me on IG, I will say yes. We can be friends that no, way. Don't do that. Okay? All right, cool. Don't do Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Instagram is easy, harder. No, I got one on Twitter. <laughs> okay, make it quick. <laughs> We're running out of time. To me. All right. It says, when going into a party, are you more excited to see a taco man or the In-N-Out truck? Where are y'all parties that have taco trucks? Where you been? Yeah, I I mean, like... I I got the taquero, the frutero, the bartender. I I don't have an invite. 
Dude, we just met today. I know. Let's go. Hey, next party. You are there. I've never been to a party that had in and out or Get out of the marina or Venice or where where do you live? The Palisades? Get out of there. There's more to the world on the other side of the 110 freeway. Yep. Come on over. Wow, y'all are acting like there wasn't a global pandemic keeping people in their homes. Okay, you know what? You want taco? I I, I will send my dude. Yeah, but you know what? He's right. He moved here during the pandemic. It don't matter. There's tacos everywhere. No, yes, but every corner. He stayed on that side. He stayed on his. Dude, there's, you know how many spots are in Culver City? No, oh, there's man. a good there's spot. A lot. There's a lot of spots. You need a taquero at your house. Bro. Okay. We'd like to thank Pablo Torre for showing up and offering his completely absurd Lakers prediction. <laughs> I want to thank Beto Duran. <laughs> My new amigo. Lindsay. I want to thank hey! I want to thank Sedano. I want to thank Cap. I want to thank everybody for welcoming me to Los Angeles yeah. in 2021. I want all the shows that I'm most handsome man at the station. ESPN Radio's next. We'll see you soon, kiddos. Happy New Year.